Coming up on the Middle Class VO Podcast. It's like so much marketing. It's just making connections and keeping promises, being good at what you're doing, turn it around fast and be available. If you need e-learning, we're just an email away. Corporate narration, tell us what to say. Explain a video, imaging radio, slinging local cars, reading IVR. No, we ain't no stars. This is the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. Welcome to the, I guess it's going to be the final Middle Class VO Podcast of 2021, Bobby. The end of the year is here. I thought you were just going to say the final. <laughs> and I was going to be like, Kev, are you making an announcement? No. <laughs> Speaking of announcements, can we just start this off with a bang? Okay. Bang. <laughs> because our own Kevin Kilpatrick was a winner this past weekend in the Sovas Awards again. Again. Oh, wow. Thank you. I, 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 I had no idea. Oh, thank you. I, I just didn't know. This is such a shock and surprise to me, Bobby. I, I You know... We set up this recording, uh, you know, just on a whim. I don't even know what we're recording about. But, oh, thank you for bringing that up. I had no intention of it, it, admitting it myself. Well, so. I wanted to be the one. To, to, although you did get lots of texts, which your birthday was also this past weekend. So you're you're just a little, gosh, <laughs> man of the hour. Yeah, a lot going on. A <laughs> lot going on. And it's it's. I'm truly grateful. And uh, uh, I... I beat out or I beat out. I don't know how it works. You know, the judges behind the scenes, it's like, eh, let's pull from a hat. And then maybe my name popped up. I don't know. But, what was your uh, category? PSA for radio? Uh, yeah. Outstanding PSA for radio. Best voiceover. So um, it, it was a, uh, the spot was parents empowered underage drinking prevention. Um, and the spot was called basketball. So I play the, the role of a dad um, in a commercial that is the spin on it is it's a 90s sitcom so the spot is it's supposed to sound like a 90s tv cheesy 90s sitcom and i play the cheesy 90s sitcom dad. can we hear it and if you know well it just so happens <laughs> that we've got a copy of it right here <laughs> and now back to parents the number one reason kids don't drink all right ready for a little one-on-one yeah dad but I don't think I need to wear a helmet during basketball. <laughs> right, sweetie. I'm just always looking out for the safety of your brain. You know what the key to a healthy brain is, right? No, no underage, underage drinking. drinking. <laughs> don't worry, Dad. I know where we stand. No drinking for me. But I hope dunking is allowed. Whoa! Is this hoop regulation? You made your point, but I'm glad I made mine, too. You're losing, Dad. But I'm number one when it comes to keeping your brain alcohol-free. <laughs> I slam dunk parenting. We pivot away from the dangers of underage drinking. Are we still playing basketball? Of course, sweetie. All right, Dad. Just work on your dribble. Tune in anytime at parentsempowered.org to learn why parents are the number one reason kids don't drink. And there I, you go. You did not play that for me. That's excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Congratulations. It, Who was your co-star there? I, I don't even, I can't remember her name, but she's fantastic. Um, she's really good, the, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, she's really good. The uh, the director actually hired me again. Uh, they renewed the campaign for coming up for 2022, and he hired me basically to play the same role, um, but just in a different series of spots. And he said uh, the girl was not available uh, this go around because she was so busy doing other stuff. She picked up some sort of on camera Netflix series. So wow. I, I just think that's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, uh, shout out to Ryan Isant, uh, and, uh, d- for directing me on that and just, uh, really pleased as punch to have that. And, you know, it's for a good cause too, you know, it, it, you know, good message out there and, uh, yeah, just honored and humbled. I love it. Congratulations again. And you couldn't make it to New York for the Sovas Awards because it was your birthday weekend and you had other plans. Plus it was right before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. We, we hosted a uh, a Christmas party for uh, Deborah, uh, her coworkers here at the house, and then uh, she had planned on us to go see a show for my birthday. Uh, so yeah, we had a lot going on. Not able to make it to Silvas this year, and uh, but I'm hoping to next year, and I'm hoping that we go and we're able to just crush some categories next year, Bobby. Oh, absolutely. Now I wonder if it'll if it goes back to L.A. Do they switch every other year? I think that's what the scoop is, is that they do switch it every year. I would love to have gone to New York this year, though. Oh, I know. Um, Especially the Guggenheim. Hello. Exactly. And it's kind of like a—we a, were talking about this earlier. It's kind of like an award season, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is kind of like the the very beginning of, of like the next few months. I mean, you have everything in there. You have, you know, the the Screen Actor um, Award, the Screen Actor Guild Awards. You have the— um, What's the other? The People's Choice and uh, obviously the Emmys and the Grammys and the Oscars. And I know I've, I've missed a bunch of them in there. And that's just that's just TV and film. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the voiceover ones that you were telling me about. I didn't have any. I, I didn't know about the, the Reed Awards. Is that what they call them for political? Yeah, the Reed Awards. And I just found out about them last year. Um, I didn't submit last year because I missed the deadline. But yeah, they have a whole big conference and the award show. And this past year, they had it, um, uh, even with COVID going on, they had it at the Washington, um, the Nationals, yeah, their stadium. Oh, wow. They had the whole co- the conference and everything was there. Um, and that, that happens usually in the springtime. I think it was right before baseball season started or maybe it okay. was right afterwards. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a, and it's going to be in Nashville this next year for 2022. That's awesome. And you're going to be there, right? I am planning on being there. I did submit something. Ooh. Yeah, the early, they, they just uh, ended the early bird submission um, this past, last Friday. And I did put um, a, a guy who, he's a consultant who I work with pretty regularly uh, a spot we did together i submitted that so we'll see keeping fingers crossed but i think you can get those in if you do political work uh through february sometime so you better act pretty quick on getting your entry in there and then the the um read awards are going to be uh the first week of may i think it's like the fourth and fifth in nashville okay so yeah and you mentioned the One Voice Awards. Those those happen every year as well. Yeah, and those happened over the summertime, though, right? Right, right. Like August or so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and I'd like to go to those some year. Maybe this. Maybe in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty one was just a little 
I don't know. It was the it, it was the 2020 hangover, I think, and it was just a little <laughs> bit wonky in 2021. So I'm hoping everything gets closer to normal in 2022 because I'm looking forward to getting out and seeing people. And Bobby, speaking of getting out and seeing people, I think this is an appropriate time for a tease. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. I'll let you do the honors. Okay, so middle class video podcast listeners. We have an exciting announcement coming up. We can't talk about it right yet, <laughs> but uh, you will have an opportunity to uh, come hang out with Bobby and I in person uh, in the coming months. I'll just put it that way. And we could not be more honored and excited to be part of the event that we're talking about. But we can't talk about it. We're honored to talk we about can't the talk event. About it. Zip. Yeah, we <laughs> We're excited to talk about the event that we can't talk about just yet. I know. So, no, it's it's a, a first time for us, and we are excited and uh, humbled and proud, and we can't wait uh, till it happens and until we get to see a bunch of uh, our listeners, you know, those that are listening, you know, how special they are to us because we get, you know, we get feedback a fair amount of the time, and it's just so nice. And I get... The other night, I was at uh, Tennessee Voiceover Studios here in Nashville with Christy Bowen and having a Christmas party. And, you know, a, a gal was just sitting there. She was quoting the podcast. She was just ripping off quotes from the podcast and that. referencing all these different things. And, I mean, multiple episodes, not just like one episode. Yeah, I remember when you had Dave Walsh on. You had, you know, all this and all that. And, oh, and I remember when you said this. And it was so exciting because she actually said that we had Mary Lynn Wisner on as a guest. And Mary Lynn had said something, had, had you know, dropped a, a nugget of knowledge on us. And she said, I had an audition later on. I went and used what Marilyn had talked about in the audition, and she booked a national spot from it. A so national that's just, spot. Doesn't wow. that just make you glow with pride, Bobby? That knowing does. That yes. We are. Because yes. the reason we started doing this, we, we started doing the podcast a few years ago. By the way, Bobby, we're coming up on our third year. I know. Um, we started doing this because, A, we're both radio people, and we felt like we needed an outlet. Um, and, B... We love talking about our industry, and we love that somebody can gain knowledge from just our rambling on. You know, <laughs> so and, it, and it's 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 you know it's it's us because we've gone through it. So we're like you said, we're sharing what we've experienced. But when we bring in our our guests, and they can give their knowledge and and information that could help you know people who are just coming into the business or kind of like where we are. I mean, that's, that's just, that's priceless. Yeah. Love it. And we've got some good guests coming up in 2022. Um, I know for sure our next episode is going to feature a guy in, and we are going to talk about uh, in the next episode of the podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about something that is a taboo word uh, in voiceover, and that's the announcer read. And we've got just a, a great episode all about the announcer read and the evolution of the announcer coming up on the next podcast. So make sure, uh, and that will be out in early 2022. So uh, make sure you listen for that. And then we'll have a uh, a kind of a best moments of 2021 podcast coming up soon too, as well, Bobby. And I've already talked to him about it. Dave Walsh at the the Mavo, Mavo conference. The very first day he did recordings each morning to kind of kickstart the the conference for that day. The very first morning he mentioned us as some of the best podcasts out there, and I was like, oh. 
my gosh. I mean, I, I actually went to the virtual Mavo for the first time, the Mavo um, conference this year, and I was like, I was sitting there going, what? That's Kevin and I. <laughs> That's us. So he's talking about us. I know. So immediately um, email Dave, and and we're going to have him on again real soon. And the men's just yeah, brilliant, amazing coach. Yeah, Dave is. Uh, he's one of the all timers, and uh, you know there there's certain levels, uh, you know, uh, of coaching. And I, I sometimes get asked for references on coaches and stuff like that. And I've got kind of in my head like. Tears. You know, one reason I have these tears, these levels, is because some of the coaches that I've talked to are like, we, we, I don't work with beginners. And so, but I do know coaches that do work with beginners. So I'm able to refer people. And now I've gotten into coaching myself. Um, and, you know, you can book me if you want to through Tennessee Voiceover Studios with Christy Bowen. So I love that. That's, there's that. But Dave, Dave is like a next level kind of coach, you know, and then there's, other tiers. Do you find that too, Bobby, that, you know, uh, throughout your career path, you find coaches that are more suitable for beginners or intermediates and then those that are next level kind of coaches? Not only that, but genres as well. It's like, you know, hmm. I we both do quite a few different genres and I don't use the same coach for narration as I do for commercial um, or, you know, imaging or whatever it happens to be because I just you connect with somebody on that particular genre and if you're feeling and then it shows in your auditions and then you book it's like wait a minute this this just this worked so you know there's different reasons for different coaches yeah and we'll start talking about you know 2022 and our budgets for the coming year and I'm definitely gonna budget (laughs) what's a budget Exactly. But we got to do it. I know. We got to do it as voice actors. I didn't spend as much in 2021 on training as I should have. I did some things here and there, but I'm really going to up the budget in 2022 as as things get closer to normal. I was just talking to our friend Rob Reed um, last week. He said he was working on... Hey, Kevin, it's Rob Reed. How are you, brother? Oh, that is so Shout good. out, Rob. Shout out, Rob. A little bit deeper, but it's so good. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. If you would have got me about like seven or eight right. hours ago, right when I'm waking up, That's maybe. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, he has quite the pipes. Quite the pipes. Yeah. But anyway, he was saying. But you were chatting with Rob. Yeah, and he said um, that he was working on his 2022 budget. And he was looking at, and there's different comparison tools. I know I use VoiceOverview. They have it. And QuickBooks also has it, where you can see where you were booking the most and what may have dropped by a certain percentage. And you lay that all out for your for your next year on what you need to work on. and Or if you did really well, it's like, wait a minute, this was a strength of mine, so maybe I need to put more time into that. So it's not just the money budgeting. It's overall you know, planning, I guess would be the best word for 2022. Yeah, and that's a good way to uh, think about it strategically. It's like the, you know, the thing I just got for the PSA, that is an area or, or genre or style that I've booked, you know, a handful of times in the last year. And that is just like a dialogue guy, you know, uh, you know, in the moment guy, um, 
you know, imaginary scene kind of guy because that was obviously a basketball thing. And I've done other stuff where I've been in the kitchen cooking or I've, uh, you know, done other stuff where it's more dialogue related. Mm -hmm. I I like that kind of stuff. And stuff that lends towards that is like improv coaching, uh, the real next door neighbor read for commercial and in different areas. So that's what I was talking about, like different styles and genres that you can attack. Oh, yeah. And try to improve upon. Definitely. A penny for your thoughts. Did you see anything that you did in in 21, Bobby, or did you have any notice notice anything and go, wow, I, I, you know, I booked a handful of things in that area and it's kind of surprising or, oh, you kind of expected that? Well, I think what stood out for me the most was the crime narration. I mean, I had done Mm. two series the previous years, I think 19 and, or 18 and 19, but in, um, or 19 and 20, but in, in, 2021, I did a bunch of series and then got the promo job with True Crime Network. And I'm thinking, well, you know, have I been neglecting this? I mean, my voice as I get older is deepening. So it's like, am I am I more suitable now for documentary or in-show narration? Or and, and so I've been auditioning for those more through my agents and the pay to plays. And I'm gonna concentrate on that a lot in, in twenty twenty two because I think it might be a good niche. 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 I think so too for you. <laughs> <laughs> niche, niche. I, I don't always know. say it wrong. <laughs> but Bobby, I don't. I don't really consider your voice deep. It's kind of deep, I guess. But it's right, to me, it's right there in the middle. But it has just this inherent warmth to it too. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that translates to the crime narration. That is more than likely all performance based. And I know it's a passion for you too, because you've always wanted to work in that area. And now you're there, and I think you're thriving, and I think uh, it's just coming through naturally. Oh, thank you. I always record my crime in the morning, by the way, as early as possible. <laughs> That's so funny. Because That's Brenda so funny. Vaccaro <laughs> gets out of that oh, bed. Oh, yeah, Brenda. <laughs> 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 yeah, we, we, Bob, we compare Bobby to Brenda Vaccaro when she has her uh, morning <laughs> voice going. And if you don't know who Brenda Vaccaro is, you need to Google her. She's uh, Google it, yeah. Yeah, she's an iconic actor, and she's known for having a, a pretty deep and raspy voice. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? Well, that's what great. did you notice for 2021? Anything, any standouts? Well, it, that was it, and I think that's why in 2022 I'm going to start uh, training, you know, little, do a little more improv training and a little more of that regular next-door neighbor guy, you know, commercial work training because, you know, I, I'm getting some footing in that, and I don't know why it is, but I seem to book that more than a normal just announcer kind of read. And, I, you know, I say announcer loosely because they always say, we don't want an announcer. But I seem to do better when it's dialogue related, you know, and I've yeah. got somebody to bounce off of it, or I can do a little more improv or because I don't know what it is. But that when I've got actual dialogue to say, that puts me more in an acting frame of mind, mm-hmm. whereas reading a script where there's no dialogue, no interaction, my muscle memory goes to announcer, even as hard as I fight it, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. So whenever I see a full script where it's just VO and there's no, like, Steve, you know, or Dan, you know, character names or whatever, I, I tend to uh, default to that. And I, I do make it as conversational as I can, and, and I do book and all that. But uh, there's something about seeing the dialogue on the page and the interaction, and I'm, and I'm hearing the 
reaction to my fellow actor in my head. I'm like, okay, I can play off that. And I don't know. It just works for me better. Well, listen, listen to your voice. I, what we just heard, your voice is naturally, and, and radio helped this, very professional. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, I mean, um, your articulation, your enunciation is perfect. And when you get those scripts, and I, I've seen you do this, I've been right there with you, your voice kind of goes a different pitch sometimes. You know, you might chop off the ending of, of your word, and it's just what is that everyday voice. And and mm-hmm. those are all the tips of it, and that's a whole other thing. I mean, Mary Lynn is really good about, Mary Lynn Wisner is really good about taking the announcer out of you. But, I mean, ju- I was just listening to your voice going, that's Kevin the announcer. Mm-hmm. And then when you've had a couple drinks, you become <laughs> <laughs> an Arkansas. So you're saying I should do voiceover hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good tip. Not a good tip. Worst tip of the day. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. That's so funny. <laughs> but what were we Getting back to the marketing or the uh, awards thing, um, a lot of people coming into the business don't realize and they'll ask, it's like, who nominated you? And um, uh, almost all the award shows out there, it's either nominated by the producer or the director or the voice talent themselves. You submit yourself. Yeah. And um, that's just yeah. the, that's the way it works. People, I, I remember when I first found out that you know, like the Oscars and the Emmys are like that. It's like what they nominate themselves or their you know their agent or another or their agent. people. Their people, yeah. yeah. Their handlers, yeah. But yeah, it is funny, and it, it's like oh well, yeah. And then and the Oscars and those kinds of awards, they go as far as like they campaign hard for specific people to win. Like the managers and agents and all those will, you know, send letters and different things to, you know, the the associations to, you know, try to win favor and like for their guy, for who they represent or their gal who they represent. And so there's a lot of campaigning that goes on for those to win Oscars and such. I was shocked last year. It was my first full year as a SAG member. How many mm-hmm. DVDs I got for the nominees for the SAGs. I mean, they just kept coming no in the mail, coming in. Co- I mean, the movies, there were TV series in there. It's like, this is really cool. <laughs> this is some cool swag. <laughs> I know. I love it. But yeah, oh you're right. Gosh. They do campaign very hard for those. And it's all it's all mm. a marketing thing. I mean, it really is. It's just getting the buzz out there about what you can do and what you have done. Yeah, and that's the same with with Sovis. It's just uh, you know, it, it doesn't change anything other than you know, there's a little buzz, a little halo, you know, a little marketing that you can do, and you know, you can send out just a note to whoever and say, hey, I was lucky enough to win this award for this kind of spot. And and I may take advantage of that. Hey, I, I won an award for this kind of read. And here's what I won. And, you know, if you have anything coming up that you'd consider me for, I appreciate it, you know. Right. Skip it a ba ba ba. Let's reflect on 21 a little bit, Bobby. Like, what did you, what did you notice about 2021, maybe compared to 2020? Or, you know, anything stand out over 2021 to you? Um, the biggest thing was the lack of um, lack of automotive. Yeah, definitely. I was just talking to my husband about this yesterday. I was, I was telling him what I had made in 2021 compared to 2020, 
And I said, I'm off. I'm you want to share that with us right now, by the way? <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to share that with the crowd? <laughs> I, haven't had, I haven't had a few drinks. <laughs> Do we need somebody to wheel in the wheelbarrow full of cash, Bobby? No, no, it was all. It was something like this. Yeah, exactly. But automotive was just down, and it wasn't just because of COVID. It was because of the lack of chips. and The chips. Yeah, and and hopefully that will, you know, we've talked about this before. Hopefully that's going to change soon, you know, for 2022. But yeah, it hit me. It hit me in the pocketbook. And so did political because it was not a good political um, um, advertising year. And that, and that'll come back in 2022. Yeah, I was going to say 2022 will rebound for political. I'm hoping the same for automotive. And just to recap the whole chip thing, you know, uh, all these cars that we're driving nowadays have a computer chip. Well, all these computer chips had been manufactured, but a good majority of them were bought up. And they weren't able to manufacture anymore uh, because of shutdowns and plants and operations and all this kind of stuff. So there was chip shortages for manufacturers. They couldn't get the chips in the cars. So manufacturing had to slow down. And so that trickles down to the uh, advertising area. And, yeah, I, I took a pretty big hit in 21 also with regards to automotive. They, you know, bless the advertisers and the agencies for trying as hard as they could to keep messages going. Uh 2021, you probably heard ad nauseum that now is the best time ever to trade in your vehicle, and and, yeah. and it was true. <laughs> so true. Uh, these these dealers were scrambling to get in trade-ins, and they were, <laughs> I'm just like quoting stuff I've been saying all year, they'll pay you top dollar, uh, $500 <laughs> or $1,000 more than any other dealer for your trade. There's never so, been a better time. <laughs> there's never been a better time uh, to trade in your vehicle, and that is still true. Um, if you can find uh, a new vehicle, I'd say it's a pretty decent time to buy a new vehicle, although you're not going to get any discounts, I can't see. Um, but if you can find a new vehicle that you want, uh, I'd say it's better than buying a used vehicle because the used vehicle prices are high right now. Oh, yeah. And you know what? That transfers also over to another genre, Kev. I was doing um, real estate video tours, mm-hmm. and they don't need them now. Oh, because, <laughs> yeah, everybody's buying house. real estate. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and they don't need to sink their money. I and mean, they were usually like multi-million dollar homes where they had the budget to make a video. But I didn't see any of that in 2021 because it was unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the real estate market is on fire right now, and it's uh, – I don't know. I don't see any signs of it slowing down. There might be, I think I read something where it may dip a little bit here in the winter months. Uh, but then when st- things start warming up again, the market will heat up again. But – yeah, the real estate market's insane right now too. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm very interested to see with the the um, Omicron. Is that how you say it? Omicron, Omicron variant now. Om- if uh, Omicron or yeah, if that will if that will start seeing more medical messages too, like when COVID first started, because you know the winter months were all inside and the super spreader events and stuff like that, the holidays. <laughs> if we, <laughs> if we'll start to uh, if we'll start to see more healthcare. Um, auditions at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it very well could happen. Very well could happen. I hope happen. so. That's a big genre for me. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to 2022. No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't Bobby! Hope anybody gets sick. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's so terrible. Don't get terrible. vaccinated. It helps Bobby's bottom line. Suck your... <laughs> 
That's all she's trying to say. Don't get vaccinated. <laughs> Can we go to a different subject? That's just terrible. No, and everybody that knows Bobby, and I think you as a listener know Bobby well enough to know that she's one of the kindest people on the planet and would never wish ill on anyone for her own monetary gain. <laughs> Thanks, Kev. And I mean it. <laughs> because my because my bottom line was off. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, Bobby. No, I'm thinking about um, uh, 2022. I'm thinking about some new demo work. Um, I'm considering getting a new political demo produced uh, because I would like you to. You should. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never real. I've done a little bit of political stuff here and there, but I've never tried. And I, I think I, that's a genre I want to try to get into some because of it lines up with my philosophy of getting that those regular sources of income coming in as, as much as you can. And I think, you know, especially every two years, every four years, especially is that's one of the uh-huh. genres. And Bobby, you can speak to the political genre more than I can for sure. Oh, 20, 2020 was amazing. I mean, when you, when you connect with consultants, you've, you've just like hit a gold mine. If they love you, they really love you because they get a lot of work and they know, especially if you, if you can turn things around pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. um, they will come back to you again and again and again. And the, the nice thing about that is usually the consultants can pay pretty well. Whereas, you know, on pay to play, you might see, you know, we're going to pay a hundred dollars for this political spot. That's not the way it is with, with the consultants. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great nice little j- genre to get n- involved and start making connections with. That's get worthy. Bobby, what's your what's your thirty second marketing tip on getting into political voiceover? This is for me and for our listeners. Um, well, f- first off, you're going to need some training and and get a, a good political demo. Mm-hmm. Um, and na- nowadays, in, in two years ago, this was different. You, you don't want to have a demo of any particular party. It's one party or the other. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, that's that's because when you're marketing it, that's what you're going to do. They don't want to hear a, a you know somebody from the other party on on the demo. That could be an instant turnoff. So that's yeah, good to choose know. your party. Yeah, it doesn't have to be what you believe in. It's just what you're you're good at and the sound that they're going for. Um, and then. Um, you you will find jobs on the pay to plays, um, not so much with agents. I don't know that I was hired at all in 2020 by m- any of my agents for political. It was it was connections with the consultants, word of mouth. I had a couple of people from radio um, reach out to me who were now you know running production studios, saying, "Hey." We know you do a voiceover. Um, and then that went to one connection with a consultant, and then it's just like, it just like explodes. That's great. Um, so it's like like so much marketing. It's just making connections and keeping promises, being good at what you're doing, turn it around fast, and be available. Yeah. Um, that's, I went more than 30 seconds. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> we'll time compress it. <laughs> And, you know, we'll speed you up. So, yeah, choose your party. Yeah, it doesn't have to be what you believe in. It's just what you're good at and the sound that they're going for. And then you will find jobs on the pay to plays. 
No, that's good advice. That's good advice. I, that's one thing I didn't really know, and it, and it makes sense uh, with regards to political is, you know, you, you kind of have to pick a side and, you know, let that be your calling card that, hey, I'm good at doing this for this party and and then just have to kind of say no, no, no thank you to the other side, huh? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds strange, but it, it just makes sense. Well, there we go. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, Bobby, I'm looking forward to a great 2022. Um, we've got uh, some good episodes coming up. As I mentioned, we're going to do uh, the evolution of the announcer in an upcoming podcast. We're going to have more guests on, more agents, more coaches, more fellow voice actors. And 2022 is going to be amazing for the voiceover community. It really is. Can't wait. And, and our big our big secret announcement oh, yeah. coming soon. Too. Yeah, yeah. Our, our big secret announcement. We'll probably do an entire podcast just on that announcement. We'll just speak really slowly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know if that's well, possible. It's good talking to you as usual. And uh, I think we're going to get together for uh, to get some new headshots done, right? We are. Yeah. That'll be cool. Definitely. Well, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well. And uh, I hope you and Steve uh, and the rest of the family and and baby Palmer and everybody are safe, happy, and healthy. Oh, thanks. Oh, by the way, I didn't get to announce that I had a grandbaby since our last podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, let's let's talk about that really quick. No, no, we just, I just wanted to mention, I'm a, Are you gonna I'm cry? a grandma now. <laughs> no. You're going to cry? I do miss her because she's in Nashville. So maybe more trips to Nashville, right? Yeah. I, what was it I was watching the other day? Um, was it Veep? Yeah. Do you, did you ever watch Veep with Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Just a couple episodes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She is, she just, she plays a jerk, basically. Like she is, you know, total politician and just irreverent and... You know, it, it is the worst case scenario, probably, but the character is hilarious. But um, she had just her daughter had a daughter and she was introducing uh, her to somebody. And she goes, this is my daughter and this is my daughter's daughter. And she goes, so, so, so your granddaughter. No, this is my daughter and that's my daughter's daughter. I'm not a grandmother. This is my daughter's daughter. <laughs> I love it. I want to watch that now. Oh That's my funny. gosh! Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that was the yeah. Either way, it was it was just a funny female character. But anyway, so but I know no you're worries. not like that at all, obviously. Well, thanks, <laughs> and um, I hope you have a good rest of the day and uh, happy New Year. And we will be talking to you on the other side. Thanks, Gab. You too. And congratulations on your sofas. Thank you. The Middle Class VO Podcast is a K2 Media Productions production. All views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests. The McVob Jingle was written and produced by Kevin. Co-produced and performed by Chloe Dolandis. Additional engineering by Zach Zimmett. Bobby's Hair and Makeup by Rebecca Adlita. Kevin's Wardrobe by Slippery Pete's Fashion Emporium. All previous episodes are available for download on Podbean. For the Middle Class VO Podcast, I'm Tracy Thibodeau. I'm Lisa Lou Perry. Thanks for listening. And don't miss the next episode of the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast.